Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Zoobcast. This is episode 91. And uh, we're all here today, Adam, Louis, Josh. This has been a great streak, eh, of, all, of us three being here. This is what, like yep. three in a row? Four in a row It's going to break soon. You're saying yeah. this. You're saying this for a reason. I am gone next week. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Uh, I'm going to Vegas and Arizona to follow the Sens. This is with my what dad. I will say about this streak is it's breaking sadly. But all three of us in the next two, three months are going to have our own travel segments to report on when we come back. That's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah, that's We're... actually a good point. Also, so back to Punta Cana. Some... No, well, it's close. <laughs> it's been so long. We're in the Caribbean, like actually. I'm going to fly Of course. Okay, you'll see it. Anyways, yeah, Wait. we have three entire segments. Maybe Adam could do two because he's going to multiple places. We'll see. But it's for, it's for a good cause. And Adam leaving for a good cause. Okay. Yeah. Well, on that Adam, note, is this the second year in a row you're doing uh you're doing Vegas, Arizona for Suns games. Uh, I didn't do Arizona last year, but uh, it just yeah, it seemed we to work out Vegas. that way. Like our main our main destination this year is Arizona, but they were we were like they're That's literally cool. playing in Vegas the day before. Like, might as well. might as well just might as well just do yeah. it. So we're uh, so I'll be uh, and I'm so excited to see that Arizona rink. Oh my god, I am yeah. so fired up to to see what that's like i i was telling like my i was talking about it with my dad the other day and i'm like i wonder if it'll be bigger or smaller than td place where the 67s play like i genuinely think it could be smaller than that seats. which would capacity yeah. smaller right so, yeah yeah it's, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy so uh i'll give a i'll give the report on the zoobcast account about uh speaking of capacity at td place i just want to say Shout out to all the Ottawa hockey fans for like selling out. I just the wrote that in the planner <laughs> for the yeah, PWHL. Yeah, I was just Ottawa. looking at that. Yeah, that like, was huge. The, I don't know if you did. You guys end up copying tickets for the for any of the? I tried. I'm actually. Like, I, I'm. I have yeah. a tab open on Ticketmaster right now for the home opener. They haven't been purchased. You but might want to. It'll be. Yeah, it'll be probably in like the near the goal line there. The ones that are still remaining for I think they're oh, thirty five yeah. bucks. So I'm not right behind the net, but yeah, there's not many left. So as soon as we're done recording, I'll probably hit purchase. I was I was able to buy Can't tickets wait. to other games this season, but I didn't get. Uh, I opted out for the, the home opener, opener but because uh, I, I can't make it. But it's gonna be that's gonna be unreal on January second. Like get down to TD I, Place yeah. because that's gonna be fun. You're going, Louis, eh? Yes, yeah, I'm going with my family. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a blast. Be. And I will say, yeah. we will, we will absolutely put out some PWHL coverage. I cannot wait to. So, to do we know there. where they're streaming the? Are they streaming the games anywhere? I thought I, mean, I saw that it was gonna be through like CBC, but don't quote me on that. Okay, I, I honestly have no. I'm, I'm just genuinely curious because I will definitely I have, be watching yeah. those games if I can. I can check. Um, but yeah, there will be there will be PWHL content on this podcast when the season starts absolutely no doubt about that it's going to be very exciting to have another 
And you know what? Like the bar is so low for professional, like 67s aside, I'm talking like professional hockey in Ottawa. The Sens have not done anything really to like galvanize the city about a hockey team. So this is such a prime opportunity for this, for PWHL Ottawa to come in and just get right in there. Like have, if they have a good year this year, oh my God, it's going to go real far, real far for that franchise. I absolutely um, I, I I just double checked and I don't think I can find anything, but like the CBC has been covering it a lot. They ho- they hosted the draft and right. um like the, the they uh, the PWHL has straight up come out and said that they plan to have every game televised. So there okay, will be a, a way to watch it for sure. Good. And uh that that's massive. Yeah. Like with, with the sense being how they've been recently, it's it's gonna oh, be nice man. to have. Well, it's a, yeah, good segue because we are talking about we're going to talk about the Sens. Um, man, I, I, it's like so. Great I saw so there was a tweet. Okay, so no, no, no. I I know where I'm going to start with this. So about a month ago, Sens chirp, who is a big figure on Sens Twitter, he came out. The Sens had lost. Like a, it, it was a real bad loss, or it was some loss. And and Sens chirp tweeted something along the lines of like, not ev- guys, like not every loss needs to be like psychoanalyzed like this like we don't have to melt down about every single loss and i was like i was like you know what that's a fair point like everyone loses games this season and this is back at the at the mark they might they might have been like i mean they've been 500 the whole year so they were about 500 again it was like six and six and i was like okay you're right like we don't have to do this with every single loss like they're gonna get better and now here we are a month after this i would say little to no improvement just based on what happened against Carolina last night, because the three or four games before that, it looked really good for a while. Like they were in a rhythm. They had won three of four, and that game against the Leafs, like I'm, I'll let them say they got goalied. Like you can take that one. That one they is like you played well win. enough to win. Yeah, you got they deserve goalied. to win the first five games of the month. Like they deserve to beat Columbus too. I know it's Columbus, yep. and like they should Corpus beat Alice them, but that one away. I think if you just go by. You know, like, like let's say it was um, boxing or whatever, where the judges that decide the Sens would be five and one this month, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. nobody cares because they've lost three games in regulation. So, no loser points at all this year for the Sens, which exactly, really yeah. stinks. But I, as Josh right loves now, to point out, yeah, like yeah, yeah that's what cost them last 11. year. Eleven and eleven is eleven and twelve now, right? Is, is it not eleven and twelve? Because they lost, yeah, with lost to Carolina. Carolina. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they keep getting two right. five hundred and then losing and to losing. go back one or two yeah. under, and then they they just haven't literally. They're you know the comparison for me because I follow baseball is the Chicago White Sox. There's that one guy on Twitter who makes those funny graphs that are just like, and he like draws them in like MS Paint or whatever. Anyways, yeah, he's a White Sox fan. Yeah, I think he's a White Sox fan. Anyways, every week during the baseball season, he posts the White Sox during the last two four. 50, 100, 200 games, and they're literally 500 in any even number of games you pick from. And that is basically wow. the same this year. That, honestly, Especially that's when you consider that there's <laughs> OT losses in hockey and they haven't gone yeah. to OT. Like, it's even harder. Well, so they've, just, they've been to OT. They've been to OT twice. Twice. Both, and outside of North America Tito. only. Yeah. And they won both games, which is great. Yeah. Like, you'd rather have the extra points. But I mean, of man, course. Like, yeah. Like, but it's they, the same thing as last year, right? Yeah. If they were 11. Eight and four, nobody like everyone's like, oh, this is great. They're right in the thick of the playoff race. Look at let me pull out the the standings. I'm not right on it, but like look at the Islanders. They're fourteen seven and seven, They've been and they're in really second in the Metro. Oh 
That's crazy. If the Sens win tonight, in theory, that's fourteen wins. And exactly. 14 if losses. the Sens win tonight, they'll yeah. have the same amount of the same. They'll be on pace for the same amount of wins as the Isles. But the Isles will be on pace to finish. I I want to say by point percentage, third in the Metro, and the Sens will be on pace to finish um, sixth in the Atlantic, just yeah. off of OT losses. Like that's the only difference. And you know, a lot of that comes down to. I know Adam. Like we talked about it a bit after or during the the game against Carolina, how. Not everything is on the coaching, obviously. Like, at some point, yeah. you have to put some of it on the players. They're the ones going out there scoring and giving up the goals. But when you look at some stats that have stood, no matter which players are on the sends, and yes, some of them have been here the whole time, like like Brady, but yeah. the amount of... And I, I tweeted this, like, early on in the season. The amount of times they score with the net empty, like, their goalie pulled, is... I think lowest, I think pretty sure they have less goals than Seattle in DJ Smith's tenure. And Seattle's only been in the league two years plus 25 games. If that's right? true, that's, and DJ's been here five yeah. seasons. I, I tweeted it before. I, I don't think they've scored. They scored with the net empty the other day, but they didn't score again, right? Was it against Toronto? They got one, but they didn't Toronto. get the second one, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, but they got the one yeah. where it didn't matter. Yeah. That's so, what I mean. That's my that... point. So even when they score, right, it's like they, they just getting back to the coaching thing like yeah a lot of it is on the players too but it is just mind-boggling that it's happening again and again and nothing's changing and to follow up on that there's an now i don't know the exact stat for this as well but i know that when the senators are trailing going into the third period it is like a statistically insignificant chance that they're going to come back and win and like under, under dj smith that is and when you're talking about third period comebacks it's like you don't expect that to happen every single game like if, if you win you know you're gonna lose if you're going if you're down going into the third chances are you're gonna lose but you'd like to like win a couple of those you know what i mean like you'd like to have a couple instances where like we came back like we were still in the game they just it's an instant loss whenever they're down going into the third period and there's no chance they're gonna yeah, come back from that that's true and i agree with it and i think part of it is I don't think it's all like, oh, they're unable to score in the third. I don't think it's 100% that. And we all, we know now, based on the uh, the picture or just screenshot that's been floating around since Twitter about their goals against by period, that they also don't give up a lot in the third. Yeah. To me, it's really, they go down in the second and they let it become, they let a one goal deficit become a three, two or three goal deficit. If they went into the third losing by only one more often, they would have a better record when tra- trailing after two. And it's just okay. like, like it's obvious oh, right what is this okay because i tweeted about this earlier today i am sh- mm-hmm. i continue to be l- like at a loss at how they can be so bad in the second period i am i it's not don't understand that. it like because well, it's it's not just second period it's second period at home you look at every single period separated by home and away the sends are slightly above average at least at minimum in each of them on the road they're a little they're fine in every period but a little bit above average uh this is per uh micah blake mccarty on twitter excellent follow um they're great in the first and third periods at home but second period at home they are absolutely terrible and it completely tanks them why that one end of the ctc is just cursed i don't know man like are the fans are there or not cheering loud enough is it the long change? But you, like you say, they're good on the road. Like it can't be. It can't be the long change. And like you would think that like you know the, what you have. You have and the matchups call, at home. You can do whatever you want. That, that's what I'm getting at. Call me a senators. Call me a DJ Smith hater and like blaming everything on DJ Smith. 
but is there a possibility that having the long change or having, sorry, the last change when the D zone is far away, knowing that he is most likely putting out a pair with a guy who wears number 23 more often, do you think that has anything to do with it? Or the fourth line right after goals against, because he has the last change. Like, is there something there? Barely anymore, isn't he? Like, hasn't he, his minutes anymore, but I mean, if you think about it, I know the recency bias because it happened against Carolina. I don't think they, you know, in the other December games at home, have they been terrible in the second goals against wise? Like, I can't think of second periods where they've been blown well, up. Seattle, they got a Carolina one. Yeah. yeah, that was a home yeah. game. Toronto was in Ottawa. How many of those? But that was were... a bad second period. That was bad. Was it? Yeah. They gave up most of yeah, the goals. Yeah, they gave up two. The yeah, they gave up two in the second. Didn't Hamannick do a bad, though, specifically there that led to a goal against? Yeah, the, the sure first goal. Hamannick actually played 16 minutes against Toronto, so it's not like he was playing. Oh, nothing. wow. Okay, fair enough. Against then. the Rangers, well, they had, a, in my opinion, <laughs> terrific second against the yeah. Rangers. That was the really yeah. back and forth. It worked yeah. out for them, but like they were plus one in the sense that they scored three, gave up two. Uh, Hamannick played 16 in that one. It's not like he's like. I know there were there was a game or two where he was playing like under ten minutes, but he's still playing, you know, third pair, like solid third pair in minutes. Um I I don't have the exact numbers, so it's just theory. I'm not trying to accuse or like guarantee that that's the reason, but it is possible when you see a split that big, it's at home where you have the last change, and it's when when you're stuck in your zone, it's terrible because you can't change. Especially as a D man. Oh, so I don't know. One thing that I will bring up and I'm going to get to a point after this small ramble, but the when I this kind of ties back to what I was saying about never being able to come back in the third period. This team, whenever they seem to do that thing in the second period where they give up a few goals, it's like the team shuts off a little bit. Like they're like the game's over. Like it's just it seems like a very fragile team. When they start losing, it's very rare that they have like you know, the spirit to come back. And one thing i'm going to i'm going to single I'm, like I, I you could single a, a few guys out i'm going to single one person out and i you guys are probably going to disagree with this because i know you're coming Uh-oh. at this from a statistical angle but i know that his point totals are excellent i would like to see tim stutzel take over a game properly i think he's playing injured i do you really the fact that i yeah i think he's, I think a wrist he's got injury. A, I, yeah i think he's got a hand problem absolutely Where's um, and the I, fact I, that he, do you have evidence? Like, well, where's that coming one from? One of the post game videos where he had a brace and tape on his wrist. He has not been shooting nearly as much as he was last year, in my opinion. I agree. He's shooting from the perimeter again. Like he's not attacking the middle, where you're kind of more likely to get. Well, a it's harder to get the puck. Let's say you're trying to get the puck off quick. You're mm-hmm. gonna want it. You're gonna need to do that more from the slot. And you're having to evade hurting, contact and use your hands more directly when you're right in mm-hmm. in the middle there in the thick. I don't know. That's I, 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 yeah. I'm not trying to excuse his play. I don't think he's been terrible, but of course, no, he's been terrible. To be the best player. No, and so. that's the thing. If he's playing this well with like a kind of yeah. with, with that hand, that's impressive. And another yep. thing is, like, I fully agree. They've got no swag when they go down at Zero. times. Zero um, swag. But no one thing that I find crazy is that in the third, they do start getting better, obviously, but only when they're down by multiple goals. And then they get it to within one, and then they're not great. No, no, but And, like, the thing is, it's you would think because of score effects, at least when they're down by one, they'd be be out-chancing the other team and letting in less chances. They Their worst state in general, like, goal state, 
this is again per Micah Blake McCurdy on Twitter, um, is down by one. Their chances are like 37% below league average and they give up like oh, 10% more. It's oh, ridiculous. It's shocking. so bad. I don't know how it keeps happening, but specifically when they're down by one, they're terrible. So they let in more goals or they come back and then it comes to a screeching halt and they can't score anymore. That's, so, that's, that's what makes it so insane, frustrating because yeah. it, it feels like they can't come back ever because of that. Even if they get kind of close, it's like, well, it's not happening or it's no, going to get worse. I just don't get why. I don't, I just don't understand why. I don't. I really don't. I'm no expert. But usually I get a bit of a hypothesis. I don't know. It, I, I, re I really don't know. But yeah, like, I do think Josh is to... onto something with having, making the decisions. Like, because again, it's on, on at home specifically in the second period. I do think that it could be a decision-making problem of just really poor line matching and getting caught yeah. with the far change. I think but he's I don't. I there. don't think you can, I don't think that explains all of that no i think it's a very strong like sig like significant correlation contributing factor for sure but sure. obviously it yeah. can't explain it all can't of be it. just that it can't i refuse to believe that it's just that that's the reason that they're i'm just saying so they're poorly. so good like in the first and third periods like relatively anyway that maybe the ice at the ctc is straight up just tilted towards that one end i mean i don't know at this point i don't know i don't know what's but, interesting I mean, is in terms of shots, they're, they have they don't get outshot in the second. Their, their shots this season in the second period are one seventy six to one seventy seven at home in the second. It's just literally. I'm not saying it's the goalies, but it's literally goaltending. They do you have yeah. I was about to say, do you have expected goals and goals? No, I just have save percentage because I have goals and shots against. They've given up thirty two goals on one hundred and seventy seven shots. So that Yeesh. means the goalie sends goalies in the wow. second period at home have an eight nineteen save percentage. Oh. That is so bad. That is and so I don't bad. know. Oh, we believe oh, no. that really the expected goals per shot in the second is almost two like two goals per ten shots. I would have they have to literally be getting every shot from the slot for the entire period. Yeah. So that, that is Wait. also interesting. Like, what is there something like in the goalie's eyes when they're playing on that end of the ice or something? I don't know. A specific Stock. glare off the jumbotron corner pixel, like yeah. But the thing, it's the goalies. That stuff just pisses me off because I've seen both Corpusallo and Forsberg be able I to be really good. I love both of them good. so much. That's they, the thing. They but, can man. be really good. It just seems like when whenever they play well, the team sucks, and whenever the team sucks, they can't bail them out. Really, like they can never match up. They can never both team and goalie be on the same page. Very rarely that happens, it seems, for the sense, and that is so frustrating. But that is like that's a shocking save percentage in the second period. That's like that that's not any that is in no way any numbers. Eight nineteen? Eight nineteen. Oh my god. I, do you think one of us could put up better than an eight nineteen in the in a second Adam, period? We saw you play at play on in nets. No. I was getting no. my form. I was <laughs> No, you were form. not. There's yeah, a reason we put in Eric instead. Oh, I was no shot. Anyways, next summer. What was your GAA again? Hold on. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Move on to a different top. But I mean, yeah, like this, the Sens. So, they're, okay, they're going on this road trip now. Big road trip. St. Louis. And then I believe it's, what is it? St. Louis, Vegas, uh, Arizona. I say you Colorado. would know. I mean, you're, you're, you're going on the trip. I'm going to two of them. And then it's like Colorado and, and so. But the point is, really big, like, 
you're going to be on the road for, I think, 11 days. You play a lot of hockey. I think this is a good thing. I mean, clearly they cannot play well at home, so I think it's good that they're playing road games anyway. But well, they can't play in the second I, at home. Yeah, which, well, I'm generalizing, but yeah, you're right. I just, I think, I don't know. They need, a, they need, to, they need this road trip to go well for them badly. They need to win at least, I think they have six games on this road trip. They need to win, in my opinion, four. And I think I'd like to see them win more than that, to be really sure of it. But I'm not confident. I'm not confident that Wait, they're going to win Did you say six-game road trip? I think it's a six-game road trip. It's five. I thought it was it's five. five. And then yeah. it's okay. Penguins at home. That's, they have six till Christmas, and the last one is at yeah. home. Okay, so let's just say that. Six till Christmas, they need to win four of those. Four, 100%. one, and one would be like... That would we're be back. excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would. But it's but, like you've been saying, like, every time we record an episode, we do this. We, we say the segment that's coming up, we say what we need, and then they never do it correctly. They always they underperform. They got close in, in November. Uh, ironically, crazy, of, of yeah, all crazy of them, enough. they got close crazy in November. Enough. They only needed to win one of the last two games, and they lost. Uh, I to think be fair, we made very November. modest predictions. <laughs> yeah, because it was November. Yeah, on purpose. It was November. But, like, yeah. no, no more, mo- like, sorry, but you played so bad that you, you don't have time for modest predictions anymore. Now you have to do something pretty drastic to get back into it. You need to win four games. You've wasted your opportunity to be able to play 500 here now. You, you yeah, have to the way play I see it, way- yeah, they have nine games till the new year. I think 12, like, five, two, and two, 12 points is what they would need to do to be, like, you know, not confidently in the race, but, like, actually having a shot. If they were one game above 500, like, in the last nine, and they end the year at 500, it's like, eh, they're going to have to need, they're going to need, like, a Stogard burglar run. You're getting into, like, too late territory at that point. Yeah, so I think they have to be about three games over 500 in, like, a, regular and like a regular wins over regulation losses since you know 12 points in nine games to make it whether that i mean they could literally go three oh and six and that would count but you know 12 points <laughs> can you imagine we're becoming the islanders six yes, all of us the islanders and the lightning we are the new but just what i mean is yeah 12 points i think is how i'd feel confident god okay i mean yeah that's looking forward to the future. Let's look back to the past a little bit because there has actually been some crazy sense stuff going on since we last recorded. They played that game in Detroit, which yeah, was, just seems that seems to me like months ago that they played that game against Detroit, but it was like this week <laughs> recording this on yeah. a It doesn't feel like months ago on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to watch this game. I listened to Dean and Gord. Shout out Dean and Gord. Great calls always uh, on 1200 while I was at work. And so I didn't really see, I did not see any of the hit in real time. I watched the replay. And I mean, I think that was the right call on the ice by the refs. Honestly. I was very yeah. surprised. I was yeah. like, that's exactly I'd, what I I recall. honestly think you didn't yeah. need to give a penalty to, to, to uh, Kelly or Joseph. I don't really think they did anything super egregious. I think because of the circumstances, they kind of had to. I, I yeah. agree. Um, I agree. I was surprised they gave two guys penalty. I've just never. Yeah, seen that was them. what I found. Not that weird. it was a yeah. call, but I, yeah, yeah. Like I, I would, yeah, like, I would I say especially that, yeah. Kelly was not. That wasn't roughing. Yeah, that's his no, hand yeah. literally just was there, and yeah. because Joseph pushed it, like Joseph deserved his roughing penalty. 
Absolutely. Kelly yeah. literally was just there. Um, but yeah, the five was definitely the right call. The six game suspension was probably the right call. If anything, it could have been more. I'm really, I'm really surprised I, I okay they're appealing the, the suspension. Yeah. Well, if any, like, are they allowed games, to? Though. I know, but are they allowed to bring it up if they like review it and they're like, actually, we could have done more. That'd be funny. I would like, love that. You know, that. you can like go to your professor yeah. and ask them to regrade, and you can actually get a lower grade. Like, what if they do that yes. for suspensions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. But I mean, and as far as it goes, like Dylan Larkin, that was very scary. I saw the replay. I, I he's back yeah. and skating. He's already skating today. again, he's which is nice. Back skating. Yeah. Yeah, he's back skating, so that's great for him. And, and by the way, the responses him. on that tweet are all Sens fans saying that's great, and then one Detroit fan saying, please put Giovanni Smith in the lineup for the next Sens game, like, or the next Ottawa-Detroit game. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. The Sens are about to embark on a busy month of December, and they start as plus 114 underdogs against the high-flying Rangers this week. If you're looking for other non-Sense games to get into, the Devils, one of the teams Ottawa needs to catch in the standings, are minus 118 dogs against Vancouver on Tuesday. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, the crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com hockey for eligibility and deposit. interesting but the yeah. twitter stuff was crazy i, yes, I like is. what i'll say is is the 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 a lot of poor conduct from red wings fans but not like a lot of poor conduct from sens fans too oh yeah it's like, not let's not now i would say it could be biased I, I but i would say that it's more one way but well, there's just some more there's just from more red wings who... fans there's just more of them that exist well, like of course there's gonna be more red wings yeah but i just mean like Especially, like, if you look at tweets that are very hateful about the situation. Like, the Sens fans who are doing it are getting ratioed both by Wings fans and by Sens fans. Whereas I feel like you see things of Red Wings fans saying Joseph should be in prison. And it's literally, like, there's no Red Wings fans pushing back on it. And it's, like, it's liked by Red Wings fans, that type of thing. But point is, yeah, it's been, like, really bad. And yeah, at the end of the day, we're literally covering and watching a sport for a pastime like that's what i think of it like if you're getting that serious about it and like sending threats and stuff at the end of the day you're literally we're watching a sport like it's supposed to be fun the sense yeah like, I, I don't think Detroit. there was any in, like in Ill, Ill intent from joseph like i yeah. think he was just bad no i think it was like, a he wasn't trying play. to injure him david Perron, on the other hand yeah. absolutely was trying to that was horrific just, yes that was that a was horrific awful. play by Perron. As I so, say this, someone literally just dropped David Perron in my fantasy league. Wow. That is insane <laughs> pick him timing. Up. <laughs> no. Insider info, he's suspended for the season. <laughs> okay, but listen. The Sens play at Detroit on January 31st. That's their last meeting of the year in Detroit. I That's what, Wait, what? That's their last game of the year? I mean, they've played three yeah, times they think already. About it. They've played them three times already. Wow. So they, only play they played Detroit. Times, so that's a bit surprising. 
They play yeah, Detroit on January thirty first. That I think that has the potential to be a pretty of all time. insane game. Yeah, like that. My, some stuff might happen in that game, dude. That that could be that could be a, a rough game. <laughs> like physic, physically. He's gonna I ask mean. who wants it again. He's gonna do it. Uh, well, I mean, it better be relevant by then if he wants to do that. Like, if the Sens or go they're into both Detroit, irrelevant. Well, Detroit is like they're so much further ahead of the the Sens in the standings. Frauds. I don't Frauds. even I don't even want to chirp Detroit. They're doing way better than we are. You can't really yeah. chirp them. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking, oh, I will. Like, I, you know, I'm praying. I'm like I'm lucky. praying on their downfall. I'm praying on their downfall. They're definitely. But I, I would say their record is not sustainable, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I I do That's think that the addition of Patrick opinion. Kane actually makes them worse as a team, because yeah, I agree. That's also true. They, have they haven't they not won since he's been in the lineup? No, they won. They beat St. Louis. But they oh, won. They three, won that game. Okay, but bef- before that, yeah, before that, they hadn't won a game. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I hope they won two and off. one, including a loss to San Jose. But the point is, they're fifteen nine and four, and the Sens are eleven and twelve. So yeah, I know. Why? Oh, Detroit's lost be... more games, is what I'm hearing. They... Okay, man, uh, they're way ahead of, of the standings. But I, I hope, I really, really hope that they fall off. I hate that they're better than the Sens in the standings right now. Yeah. I hate it. I want them to fall off so bad. But they're they're way ahead. Can't really say much until they fall off. Um, but uh, so one part so of that Detroit game frauds. was that that was uh, the first time we got to see Yuri Smeko play in the NHL. And he kind of played, yeah. He kind of played. I I thought he was all right. Like I watched the uh, I watched the replays and I watched him in the next game. He was big body. He was getting in there. They sent him down because Kastelik is now back. He'll play in St. Louis tonight. I believe they play tonight when we're recording this. He played in St. Louis tonight. Um, McEwen is. Oh, that's what it is. They play in Dallas tomorrow. That's yes. the one we were forgetting. That's the back to back. Yes. Wow, that sucks. That's a big travel day, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Missouri to Dallas. Great. Oh boy. I do um, wonder, like, do they? Is there a plan that? Because, like, clearly they've they've soured on McEwen. Like, the coaching staff has to. When he plays, he plays sitting three him. minutes. Actively sitting him. They've, they're yeah. actively sitting him. I like if another forward gets injured. Do what do they even do? Do they just bring back Smakel? Like, or do well, they well, actually on this play road McEwen? trip? They're gonna have to play McEwen because yes, like I'm saying, just in up. general. I would. I don't think they want to play McEwen at all. I think that was no, that was one so. of Pierre Dorian's final blunders. That the new ownership is coming in and saying we have we want nothing to do with this. Like this is just we're gonna. The thing is, he is making league men, and they can just send. He's him not down. a detriment. Yeah, financially, he's not a detriment being no. in the NHL right now. But and he, hey, like he was great in the A before getting called up. So he was. He's a, we're absolutely he's a, wagon. He's a solid AHL asset. So. Yep, absolute wagon I, I in the A. It's nowhere near as much of a blunder as the Hammonick. And it's funny because the, the the Senators' social media accounts keep tweeting videos of Zach McEwen being disgusting in practice. Like, a couple of like, weeks what? ago, they, 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 they showed a video value. where he was doing, like, he was doing the puck juggling with his stick, and he, like, threw the puck, like, a billion feet in the air, like, flipped his stick and caught it. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And then today... They posted the video of, it was a practice, it was like a drill in practice, you're doing two-on-ones, and McEwen takes the puck off the rebound and, like, lacrosse Zora one motion in the top corner of the net, and every one of the comments is like, is that Zach McEwen? Like, why isn't this guy in the lineup? But then as soon as he plays an NHL game, he just does cardio for four minutes, and he doesn't really, 
he doesn't really impact in any way, which is kind of yeah. Too bad. I, the I do social hope, media is like doing their best. I hope that with because Castellick, let's be honest, like speaking about because he's coming in to replace McEwen, right? Um, yeah, and he's been out for what like a month and a half. Oh no, yeah, and he wasn't great half, at the beginning of the year. So this is what I was gonna say is that yeah, in preseason he was not good. At start of the season, he was not good either. Like Parker Kelly was absolutely outplaying him in terms of being mm-hmm. the better fourth liner. It's it wasn't even close. So Agreed. I do hope. Like I wonder if maybe something. Like I know he had the high ankle sprain, but maybe there was something else that was kind of bothering him that was also able to heal over time because he was falling a lot. I don't know if you guys remember, but this was like yeah, Brady Kachuk rookie season levels of falling on the ice. Like it was kind of ridiculous. So I I hope he's back because listen, he was a fine fourth liner last year. Yep. Um. Again, he's a cheer thing, for it. good guy. Yeah, the the problem is just the composition of the fourth line is you can't have three players. You can't have three players like that playing on the fourth line and have yeah. it be actually effective, even though if they're all individually good fourth liners. Um, but like listen, that's why, nice like Schmeichel, I would rather I would have kept him up. He he seemed like he had something to his. That game. line like actually was... did really well in preseason. Schmeichel, yeah. uh was it was it Castle Kelly? Or was he was it... in the top six, I thought, preseason for a little bit, Smeichel. Well, the thing on... is, like, we're talking about top six as in, like, because they had split squads at points, right? So oh, I don't know yeah. I guess. what we actually count as that. I don't know. I'm tr- I'm just more trying to remember if Chartier was part of that combination at any point. I don't know. Well, he's tr- he's he's not coming out of the lineup at this point, Chartier. No, no way. Hey, he's, he's a great fourth liner. He's, Love he's him. solid. Love Rourke. Oh, we, know, we know you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah man like i'm just that game against carolina was just so i was just so angry watching that game after what had just happened like i i I, like this this road trip is so important and i know they're getting castlick back but to go into it after that game oh man that's stinky stuff that carolina game was so stinky do you i'm happy i didn't have to watch that (laughs) yeah i have an exam i missed all of it did you think that the dive by Kachetkov was dirty on purpose? Um, I don't think it was dirty on purpose, but I definitely think no, he wasn't thinking. I don't either. <laughs> I think Brady had a point in I the sense that it seemed like he didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he, he was trying him. to injure him, but it was like... Yeah. He didn't try to play the puck, but I don't think he was like, oh, if I do this, he's going to go head first into the boards. Essentially, is what I I, I had no oh, I, I honestly had no problem with it. I had no problem with that. I thought it was like a crazy move. Like goalie wants to try that. That's a high risk play. Brady should have. It's just yeah. I agree. If he went for the puck, but to me, he literally said, if he has no skates, he cannot score. The thing you is, I don't I mean? know that that was his intention. I know that's what the outcome was, but I think yeah, he kind of was just not. like flying poke check incoming. He missed, and then that, and rightfully, then Brady has a has the that's right fair. to be mad about Again, the I don't fact think that he got his legs taken out. But he's like, hey, I have a no, six no, foot no. long body plus my stick. If I lay down sideways, he cannot skate around me. Is how it looks like because he's going so fast, right? Unless he flips it up, yeah, he's gonna get the yeah, puck, the but jump he's also gonna get the guy's legs, right? So <laughs> one up, one up. My favorite move, but anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was on purpose, but I definitely think it was like no, me I don't know. They, sh- they could, not, and this isn't just because it happened to Brady. I mean, I feel like Stutzler should have taken the penalty shot. Maybe another thing. Maybe another thing that shows that he might be injured. He was also on the ice, so I don't know why he didn't take it. He could have done. Um, Who was the other forward on? It was four on four, I think. 
Oh, at the time, he was. Yeah, that would be um, Norris, like Norris is really good. Shot originally. Yeah, he was on the ice. Denied. Yeah, yeah, he was. But, oh, um, what I'm. This is half joking, and again, it's not because it happened to the sense because I don't think Brady would have scored anyways. But if the goalie makes an infraction on a penalty shot, just redo it. Like, if you're going to trip a guy, or like, like I don't know, imagine he skated at Kachuk, and, and obviously this is entirely different, I'm not trying to equate it. <laughs> this just happens to anyone. A goalie just gets up and goes and punches the guy in the stomach, or like, cross-checks him on the penalty shot. As one does, does if, it, if it doesn't go in, shot. If it doesn't go in. Is that a thing? Like, if the goalie take, can you take a penalty on a penalty shot? That's what never I'm curious about. Never seen it. We gotta it. dig up the NHL. It will never happen. Book. But I am curious if that's like a thing that would happen. Like, how would a ref deal with that? Imagine, imagine Brady got another penalty shot, and Kachetkov was just still mad at Brady for going after him, and he said, "Screw it, I'm gonna go double my cross you on your way in. I don't care if it goes in. Like, how would the ref do like, that? It's not during the course of the game." <laughs> or theoretically, if the goalie just like pushed off the net during a penalty shot, right? They would just redo it. You know, that's, that's essentially what you're saying. I think no. That would be a free goal if it was that way. I, I think they'd award the goal. Yeah, because that's yeah. I, I don't I think, think that's that different. Happen, that's literally but... like I am. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like I'm literally not giving you a place to put the puck inside the net, whereas the other one is just an infraction, like a cross check, or a trip, or whatever. I'm just Same trying to like, get like into my mind. The just. Staking at the, yeah that yeah that's better actually like yeah, throwing yeah, a stick what if someone with their head down trying to stick handle it's like oh crap the goalie is literally right there that's pretty pretty smart is that the ringette line top of the circles the goalie's just like I got the angle now like you know some goalies <laughs> just start really far out and skate their way back like what if they just change up at the last second like okay keep going out wait instead of coming how back? far out is a goalie allowed to go on a penalty shot how far out can they can they just you can go as far as the center line. I think. Like, Can you put a skater see... instead of a goalie and just <laughs> okay. stick check them at the blue line? What are we doing? <laughs> we are once again, for the second week in a row, revolutionizing goaltending in the NHL. <laughs> Dude, who would be the best goalie? Who would be the who would be the player in the league that you would it's want a as a goalie? Oh he yeah, no, in the no. league, he could come back oh. as a seven. Like you play eleven seven and just have him for penalty shots. Oh my Think god! Locks like, or you don't even have a backup goalie. You just have to do Honestly, it. I'd put I'd put ha- I'd put Hamannick in there for the Sens. Put Austin. He would Watson. take the puck and slap him back. The that that that's a save. I'd take it. Oh, what if it goes in the net though? Is that a goal for us? <laughs> We've never seen the puck go yeah. in on the other net on a no. penalty shot. I don't know. That's turning defense <laughs> to offense. If I've ever seen it. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We are. We know. Anyways, this is, this is one I of the dumbest tangents we, we've ever I, had. I feel like we've talked about everything we have to talk about except one thing, and it's not really a big thing to talk about. But it sounds like Shane Pinto will probably start skating with the team again somewhat soon. Maybe. So, but I'm unclear on the ruling of this. Is he? He is not allowed to practice with the Sens right now. I think he he will be before suspension is up because of the nature of the suspension. Oh yeah, ten games, right? Ten or ten days? Ten days before it's over. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if I saw that, but there isn't. I don't think there's technically a rule. Ooh, I'm not. That? I think so. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. <laughs> Let's see if the internet has the body him, Josh. I don't know. Um, but essentially, like a normal suspension, like like Peron, for example, I don't think he's allowed back with the team until the sixth game is done. Whereas, because of the nature of this, and they've essentially said like we suspended him that long to make an example out of it. Essentially, I think they're being a bit more. Lenient also, length the, the comes return. into it, right? 
Yeah. Like I know yeah. when you're well, saying nature, you're saying circumstances. To come back early for his 41 yeah, game. I mean yeah. that's that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that helps the Sens. Well, obviously helps. I don't think it helps, but I think that creates a scenario where the Sens can put like a return to play type thing, where maybe when the 41 games is up, he goes down to Belleville for two or three games on a rehab stint, and he's back up, you know, by February. That would be amazing. Because um, okay, I know. So what? I don't know if they're trading him or not. But saying is that. The, uh, the Sens management has been instructed that as part of the suspension, Pinto cannot use the club's facilities to train. Until? It just says. Didn't say. So, okay, from what I thought use... I saw Friedman say is they're going to, like, decide. The league's going to decide. So maybe they just haven't decided yet because it's still a month and a bit away. What we're saying is he's going to have to go one more block. Instead of going to Bell Senseplex, he's going to go to Canada Rec. Well, it's still team facilities. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Canada Rec. Pinto yeah. can begin skating yeah, yeah. with the Senators on January 11th, 10 days before he's eligible. That's because he's going to Canal if it opens. Yeah. It's not going to open. Okay. We should invite him to an ODR session. Just yeah. get him back up again. Yeah, I, I'd rip If Flossy Kachuk didn't play at the Senseplex, he could play for us. Yeah, That's team facilities. Team we facility. get another four, another <laughs> professional hockey player to play for us. Oh my god! Yeah, sure. Anyways, so shout out that, to I feel like we should, uh, yeah, I feel like we should yeah. touch on that because it's gonna matter. Because what I was getting at, kind of, is I don't know if they're trading Kubalik or not, or what's gonna happen. I was but about to say. I think I a would. third line that has now. Pinto on there down the middle, and then Greg and Kubalik spot is a lot, lot better than Kubalik. You know, like you, if your third line could be Greg, Pinto, Joseph, I think it's really good. That's an. I don't even think Kubalik yeah. has been detrimental. I just think he's been so vanilla. Like he's been like he brings hate, nothing really. Here's what I find, in, and I, again, like plus minus is plus minus, but everyone's seen the numbers. It's just crazy how bad his is compared to everyone else. And I'm not like you cannot yeah. compare Brady Kachuk's plus minus to I don't know Brad Marshall's plus minus because they're on different teams, different everything. But when you compare on the same team, and it's not like oh plus two versus minus three. It's like almost everyone is positive. The worst on the team is Batherson, like aside from Kubalik, at minus two. And he was really bad before. He's brought it back up in December. Kubalik is yep. still minus 10. Nobody else is between wow. negative three oh, and negative man. nine. How are you? And he's oh. played a lot of the year with Tarasenko, who's a plus 10. So how bad is he getting shelled in his minutes away? Let me look at, like, how bad do you have to be playing away from Tarasenko? And that's... If you compare it to the rest of the team, that's probably worst on a per minute basis too, right? Yes, Cause... because he's playing fourteen or whatever. You know, he's playing third line barely minutes. It's on the second unit, which I feel like we could talk about the power play too before we're done. Because he's been, been in, he doesn't need to be on the power team, play. Like, he does no. not need to be on the power. Yeah, play. and that's he's... what I think. One of the issues is with the Sens second. Well, just power play overall because of the second unit. They have a, a bunch of guys on there who treat the puck like a ticking time bomb on the power play. Like, I know you want to move the puck quick, yeah. but, like, as much as I love how Joseph's played this year, on the power play, he gets the puck and he's looking to get rid of it, like, right away. And if he's the he's only one... He's not a okay. power play zone offense yes, producer. Yes. That's but you never also been have Kubalik, who's doing that. You also yeah, have, like, Greg is still getting used to the league. He's doing it a bit. Chikrin doesn't feel... Like, unless he's ready, getting ready to shoot, he tries to dish it right away. You really just have Giroud, who can hold the puck for yeah. two full minutes if he wanted to. So that second unit is literally just pass, pass, pass. And they're too focused on passing. Nobody's open for a shot. And then change. That's yeah, the first unit's not scoring either. 
but it doesn't help yeah. when your second unit's even worse. So I don't know. That's one of my like issues right now. I I would love to see Norris on the second unit as a guy. Like you just everyone is doing their job to feed Norris, and then the first power play is movement. You switch Giroux with him, and everyone can move the puck around and find any type of opening. Because mm-hmm. really, it's like. Yeah. The first unit is like, okay, do we want to set up the Norris 1T or do we want to set up the Bathurst and Kachuk down low quick passing play? And they're like fighting to do both for the entire time they're on. If you have units who have specialties, especially if they're trying to do something different, that makes it hard, I find, for the PK to... It's not like you say, okay, this one PK is going to do this and this other PK is going to do that and you're going to match up against the specific unit each time, right? So I don't know. I feel like they specialize the, the units a bit different but what i don't know if you guys agree with that i just they got to do something yeah i do agree that the the one play that they seem to have somewhat consistently is that bumper pass and and it works like, in my opinion it's good it works it's i think excellent. it's even better if the problem is, on that unit. yeah the problem is you're stranding norris that's the thing is i feel like this season and last year too but obviously you didn't have norris for it we're not getting guys for good chances for one-timers from the circles at all. Because of the way the umbrella is structured, we're not getting good angles on passes. Yeah. are not getting open enough to make those passes and shots happen. And when they do, okay, well, they're let's... really high up, and you're not getting like that much value off of them. How's this for this theory or this idea? What if they split up the units like entirely? Like They made one unit high. Have... I would be down. Sort of they, like one unit that had Giroux, Kachuk, and Batherson, those three guys, and either one of the top two D who are on the power play, and then a fifth guy, and the other one has Stutzla and Norris on it, with someone else. But sort of you have those bumper, those board guys who can pass it between each other. You probably want to have Sanderson with Stutzla and Norris because you have Sanderson passing it a little bit better. But you split mm-hmm. the, the pair because right now it's like you know that Batherson, Kachuk, Stutzla, Norris and Sanderson are the top unit, and the only thing changing is who's on the second unit. And I know this would be like... up entirely. Had to balance yeah, units. I, I know it would be a month from now, but then on that unit with Schutzel and Norris Sanderson, you get Pinto as high slot as to, to receive or, that. Yeah, or you run a power play with 2D when Shabbat's back. Yeah, I'd love to see Chikrin back on that. Remember against Philly when he was on the half wall on the power play and he scored two yes. goals? I know one is five on five. That's where he should be. That's totally just where he should push be. Shabbat at the we point. also haven't mentioned Shikrin Tarasenko, the by the way. Yes, that's who, yeah. Tarasenko, yeah. So he's another, but he would be obviously still be on a power play. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not sure where. Yeah, I think Tarasenko could be one of the sort of down low-ish guys. You know, if you split up the units. But I just feel like they have to do something because they're getting better at 5v5. They, I think they've won the 5v5 XG battle in all six games this month even against carolina i think they were like 50.5 really? but um like score and so bad that's the thing right you think the sends yeah, are like okay special so teams bad. carry them just they have float at 5v5 and it's been the opposite they're getting you know good results you know they're getting above expected results at five on five and they're 23rd on the power play 31st on the pk what <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make sense if they were just yeah. the same as they were last year on the special teams with how they're getting results at 5v5, they'd be near a play that's far right now, in my opinion. Must be it's nice. crazy to think about. Who thought this would be their issue? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, big road trip, man. You need to win some games here. I, I think it'll be good for them to get on the road. I, I, I think they want to be as far away from the yeah. CTC as possible right now. So 
get together, build some momentum. Yeah. Just get some morale. Get some cards in the plane. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for us here for episode 91 on the Zoobcast, I think. Uh, what do we got coming up? We got a World Junior episode next week. Hey, Lewis, that'll that'll be uh, that'll be good. Uh, World right Junior's coming up. Yeah, right around the corner. And uh, that's going to do it for us here at the Zoobcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Take care, everybody. Peace.